Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today is Spencer Matthews. Spencer and I have one thing in common. We are both sober. So, I have in my hand a piece of paper. Clean Liquor Company is the name of uh, Spencer's non-alcoholic spirit company. I mean, that was quite a clunky description. Um, but this the reason why I felt this was a perfect episode, what Spencer and I didn't want was this to be two sober men wagging a finger at people who drink because uh, I'm certainly not that guy and I know, I know Spencer isn't either but we you know we were mindful that a lot of people certainly a lot of my friends and from what you hear and read a lot of people are drinking their way through the pandemic um, and there is an alternative out there so we speak a lot about sobriety while also being very mindful of trying not to come across as I say like two people wagging a finger but we you know we can talk from our personal experience how our lives have changed through no longer boozing. Uh, Spencer, it's been over a year now, I think probably coming up to two years maybe. Um, and I'm more than nine years. Changed my life. I've, I've not, I've spoken about it a bit on the podcast. I don't think I've ever talked about it at, at the sort of length that Spencer and I do on this. Um, all I would say is if you ever thought about uh, trying sobriety, I, I would say at least give it give it a try. And Spencer makes a very interesting point uh, about dry January. A lot of the reactions you see on social media from people at the end of dry January, I feel amazing. And then you know, come the first of February, back on it. Um, but you know, most people can drink in moderation. My wife, is one of those people that can have one or two glasses of wine on a night, and that's it. Unfortunately, I, I couldn't. <laughs> Uh, I'd always, I'd always be. Where's next? Where's next? Um, so this is this is a lovely chat. This was done on the lockdown. Um, my wife is a huge Vogue Williams and Spencer Matthews fan, and so in the eleven years we've been together, she she's never really got jealous until the, the time I did a video chat with Spencer and Vogue appeared in the background. When I told my wife afterwards, I think that is the first time I've seen her jealous in nearly uh, eleven years. Uh, Spencer Matthews, what a lovely guy. What a thoroughly lovely bloke. I WhatsApped him after the chat. Because uh, once the chat had finished, you know, I closed my little Zoom window and I just said out loud on my own to no one. I went, what a lovely fella. <laughs> and he was, he was really nice. Uh, I really hope you enjoy this chat. 
I think if you are a person who doesn't drink or doesn't drink, drink much, you'll get a lot out of this. And then I also think if you are someone who's thinking about, uh, you know, you, you've perhaps had that dialogue in your head about a relationship with alcohol, maybe you'll get something out of this as well. This is certainly two people talking who have been on both sides of that spectrum. <laughs> uh, a, a couple of my old school friends listen to this podcast, people I've known for Blimey O'Reilly, nearly 30 years, and they know full well what I was, what I used to be like before I uh, knocked the booze on the head. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Spencer Matthews, what a lovely guy. Also, and I will hyperlink Clean Liquor. Uh, so if you want to find out more about Clean Liquor, if you just go on the uh, the write-up, uh, you, can, you can click on that. So uh, a lovely chap, Spencer Matthews. Mate, earlier... Earlier this week, they had the CEO of Amazon, the CEO of Burger King, the CEO of eBay, the CEO of Lloyd's TSB, and now it's me. I literally said to the good bloke, I was like, just so you know, like, I'm very happy to offer my opinion, but I'd probably listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, that sector's nicely into it, though, because, I mean, uh, it's, been a, it's been a huge success, hasn't it, already? The, the clean liquor company? Yeah. Uh, we're trading very nicely. Yeah. It's uh, obviously being a, being a startup, we have to spend a lot of money to, to grow quickly. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's going, well, it was going fantastically. And to a degree, it still is. It's just we're having to, you know, everyone's appetite for risk has uh, calmed down a bit. And obviously, the economic climate has changed so much that we obviously need to think of ways of doing things slightly differently, hard selling to people. You know, our, our aim uh, towards the end of last year when we launched was let's go as big and as hard as we can. Let's throw money at it. Let's get people behind it. Let's yeah. you know, do huge marketing campaigns. And obviously now that would be a bit distasteful given what's going on. So we just need to rethink our, our tone of voice and how we sell things and, and just figure out exactly um what the brand is and and how to behave because i think that sure. changes you know no i mean i say this as if i own shares in the company but given a lot of people are trying hard to drink a lot less because I, I you know i know for a fact just from mates who booze people are getting stuck into the booze during this lockdown so yeah. i you know clean liquor is a genuinely i mean that's a, a really good option for people who are trying to move away from that. Yeah, again, you know, I don't I don't want to come across like I'm trying to ram it down everyone's throats in, in these times, but it, yeah. it's, it's almost the perfect product uh, for these times because it's, um, you know, I'm only going off the back of what the World Health Organization said the other day, and that's that alcohol isn't going to sort, you know, the stress out uh, in these times of anxiety, fear, whatever you want to call it. Um, a lot of people are going to drink a lot more Alcohol sales are up 38%, I think. Seriously? Yeah, uh, our sales are up too, but not quite as much as that. And it's, and it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it, it's, it's an interesting one because I'm very conscious that I don't want to be that preachy sober guy. You know, you're sober you've, nine years. But you, you've never been, I mean, I'm, I'm not that guy, but you've never been that guy. Yeah, there you go. Hello. Congratulations, Thanks brother. Thanks very much. <laughs> no, no, I just, I just think it's, it's, um, 
I kind of want to scream and shout from rooftops how much better sobriety is than being drunk. But now is not the time. We were kind of gearing up for, you know, a bit of a rebellion on binge drinking uh, and, you know, just how bad alcohol is for you and stuff. But obviously people when backed into a corner are going to do whatever they want, you know? So I think it's important to highlight the benefits of sobriety without being preachy because I went through a little sanctimonious stage. I'm not sure if you did where, you know, when I first became sober, I'd look at people drinking and I'd be like, like you know, do they not know what they're doing to themselves or, or whatever? And it's kind of like, it's not, that's not, that's not the approach. I think people need to, to just make their own decisions in life. And, and no, no one likes to be told what to do, but ultimately uh, I know where I would be two years ago if we were on lockdown now. I'd be I'd be heavily drinking uh, and my life would just be worse off for it. You know, I wouldn't be having a, a, an awesome time with my wife. You know, I wouldn't be looking after my son correctly. You know, so I don't know. When you've lived both sides of it, uh, one is so much better than the other. But I think, you know, I think to go from reality star who was you know who used to love a drink to telling people this is what you should do it's never going to work you know what i mean so I, I i'm very conscious about how we position the brand and we're not a sobriety brand really we're a we're a we're a moderation is larger than abstinence brand you know and, and if you feel like you drink too much or too regularly or you feel social pressure to drink with your job uh, maybe throw in a few clean drinks. We made the bar call as simple as we possibly could. You know, yeah. gin and tonic, clean gin and tonic. You know, like like to make it not only socially acceptable but but cool to order it. You know, I think nowadays sobriety speaks volumes. Many of my heroes are sober. You know, and I, and I only realised they were sober once I, I read about it later. You know, spot on. That is so true. It uh, years after there was a feature like top ten people you didn't know were sober. I had no idea. I mean, yeah. There's loads out there, aren't there? I think it's really important in life to live both sides of it. You know, I think if, if I anyone think we, we wants both to get their, did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if anyone wants to get their view across, if you don't know what you're talking about, then there's no there's no respect there. There's no reason for anyone to listen to you. Um, but you know, take. You know, Robert Downey Jr., Brad Pitt, uh, Bradley Cooper, you know, they all credit this huge, obviously those are just three actors, but you they all credit that huge success to, to, to not being drunk anymore. And I can certainly say from my more humble roots uh, than, than theirs is, is that it makes a, a massive difference. You know, like I'm running, the, I'm the CEO of, of our business. Um, a lot of people who work for us um, are really serious people, you know, who, who, who and I, I never, I never look at them as them working for me or whatever, but it's, yeah. it's interesting because they have so much more business acumen and business experience than I do. Um, and, and I feed off that and I learn from them. Uh, and, you know, you need to surround yourself with an incredible team if you're, if you're to do well, but I wouldn't have been able to do any of this with my previous relationship with alcohol. And, 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 you know, and, and then there's, far more meaningful stuff in business, the, the being a good dad, the being a lovely husband. All this stuff really matters in life. You know, what's the point of, of getting married and having kids if you're going to get drunk and be you know, and, and not 
you know, not be there for your family and not help your family and not grow your family. It's, um, it's strange. Anyway, my, just my view. No, I mean, I, as I say, you know, I said on the WhatsApp before, you, you're singing to the choir. I mean, just to pick one at random, I found uh, the energy factor. I just had so much more energy. I would wake energy. up in the morning. I would, you know, I would literally jump out of bed. I'm good to go. Whereas 10 years ago, Jesus yeah. Christ, you know, I'd crawl out of bed. You know, I mean, the, my, my mental health would be through the floor. Um, yeah. I mean, just from, you know, just to start off with, I guess, from an energy point of view, it's a game changer, isn't it? Yeah, uh, completely, completely, completely. But it's, it's, it's funny because you, you like, with me, I've always had to set myself a goal. And if I set myself a goal, I'll do it. And even when I was drinking really heavily, you know, uh, men's health came along at one point. And I, do you want to do the men's health cover? So for six weeks, I barely drank at all. And I trained like an absolute animal. And I really yeah. pushed my body to the limit to get fit for this cover and then went back to whatever. And it's kind of like, I don't have any of that waviness in my life anymore. Success, not success, you know, like, like, like try, countless hours and days and months of trying for something and then you get it and then you let it go. And it's like, it's like when you look, when you look at um, dry January, everyone rocks up on who does dry January rocks yeah. up on the last day of dry January like you know whatever slimmer more muscular <laughs> better better skin better teeth nicer eyes better hair everything you know all the stuff that people seem to care about yeah you know and then they and then they and then and, and they love it and they're, and they're like oh my god my life is so much better i go through all my mail on time and i pay all my bills on time and my bank account's full of money and, and, and you know and I'm like, all this stuff and i don't smoke anymore and and, and i'm like well isn't that a nice way to just live? Yeah. You know, and then, everyone go, and then everyone on day three of February's, you know, hanging outside some pub, throwing up, you know, smoking a fag. And it's like, I don't, I don't really understand it. And I used to live it, you know, the waves was like, totally. big thing for me, big thing for me, the waves. I was yeah. either horrendous or, or up here and now I'm just somewhere in the middle. And, you know, it's, it's great here. One of the, uh, I don't know you as well, uh, one of the great things, and, and this, if this sounds like I've read a lot of self-help books, it's because I have. But one of, the, one, but one of the great things is uh, there's no excuse. So if I make a mistake now as a sober man, that's yeah. on me. That's my mistake. I'll own yeah. that. Sorry, everyone. I fucked up there. Whereas when I was yeah. drinking, nothing was ever my fault. It, it, I was drunk. It wasn't, it wasn't on yeah, me. Yeah. And that, yeah. I mean, that's life changing, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's far less opportunity to even make the mistakes now. And it's not like it is. I don't make any kind of decisions that could be deemed odd. I'll take risks with work and I'll, I'll increase ad spend somewhere where it might be risky to do so. Or I'll create some wacky feature for, you know, a new product release or whatever that could be deemed odd. But like, I'm not going to vanish into the middle of the night and not come home. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? there's no benefit to it. Um, so I suppose, I suppose easy. I, I suppose life has just become far more simple and far less about me in a way. Like back when I used to drink a lot, I was very. Uh, I would just love, like everything would be everyone else's fault. Everything. So you know, if I didn't get a television job, oh, why didn't my agent do a better job? Or like you know, if I didn't, if if I didn't land 
some article that I wanted. Oh, well, that's, you know, that, that newspaper is rubbish. You know, it was never like, maybe you just look like a drunk idiot, you know? And I suppose, I don't know. Anyway, it's crazy to think, I, I, I released a little statement the other day on our, on our Clean Liquor Instagram saying, uh, I, I don't think that I would be friends with myself two years ago. And that's not to say that... That's a great quote. Well, it's not, it's not to say that I wouldn't dis, I, I dislike my former self. It's not that. It's just, I'm not sure we'd even know each other. Like, we wouldn't cross paths. We wouldn't be... Spencer, at the same I, get, I, get, I get up at the time I used to come in. So yeah. me, and that, me and that guy would never meet each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a time when my brother, my, I used to work with my brother, uh, live with my brother, sorry, and he'd come in as I was kind of, he, he'd leave for work as I was coming in every night. So I'd actually never see him at home ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just funny. But look, it's great to have lived that, like that. And it's good to have the experience of what it's like to be out and to understand London nightlife. You know, when my son is is uh, much older and our, our, and our next child is much older, you know, I'd rather be fully aware of what takes place, you know, when when darkness falls upon London than not have a clue. Um, so I think it's part of kind of having a, a rounded character, I suppose. But it's very interesting. Things that, you know, like I, 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 I trade indices and futures now in my spare time. I run two businesses. I, I have, I, I run, I run physically run every day in the park. I take up new things. I play golf. I do jujitsu, you know, all this stuff. Whereas before that was just drinking. Like, you know, and it's it's kind of, it's a very strange reality to be faced with that life has so much more to offer. What what the listener can't see is the fact that I've nodded so much at everything you've said. I've nearly got RSI. Um, There you go. No, I mean, you know, I I could not uh, echo your sentiments anymore. Do you, I mean, I'm not putting, I don't want to put words in your mouth here. Again, I'll own this myself. I know that I was a very selfish person. And the great thing about having kids is that you're not the center of the universe anymore. That They are. And, and again, that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a real eye opener, isn't it? No, absolutely. It's, I think, I think especially when you've grown up uh, partly on television as well, where, you know, you've had the fun of creating a character that people either, either love or hate or love to hate. Um, you do have a, a separate life as well. And, and, and the, and the, um, I certainly used to put myself first, you know, what's good for me and what, what do people think about me and how am I perceived? And, and like you have a kid and you stop drinking and stuff and it's just like, none of it matters. Not like, like <laughs> people, people, people can write whatever they want about me. As long as it's not detrimental to my business or my family, I couldn't care less. There's a paparazzi. Yeah. Who's who's been outside our flat for like the last four or five days? No, we're, we're on lockdown. Yeah, so I mean, every time we go, on. No, but like, I, no, but this is my point. I don't care. Take take photos of me when I go running and stuff. No problem. You know, I've I've, I've decided to do television. Take photos of me. Is this work essential? Probably not. Like like you know, but it's just like, and and every day there's these weird articles that you know, Spencer takes his dog for a walk. It's like. I don't really, I, I don't understand it. So the attention thing's one thing, but honestly, you can write whatever you want about me. I just, I find, I find uh, your, what people perceive of you takes a real backseat when you've got real stuff going on. You know, like, like yeah. when you're, 
when you have important work to tend to and a business that you care about and a family that you love, what Joe Bloggs thinks of me is so unimportant that it's almost worth not even mentioning it. So it's, 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 I don't know, whatever. We've talked a lot about the perception of uh, life through different lenses, I suppose. Uh, mate, I've, and I've loved every every moment of it. Um, we, I, I chatted with Ryan Libby a, a, a few weeks ago, and you know he he was honest. He, he said he had a tough time getting his head around uh, the show and the way people spoke to him off camera. Um, when you look back now, was you know was that hard at the time growing up on a on a show like that? No, obviously, uh, we, we, well, no, not for me. I, I, I enjoyed kind of creating it and, and developing it. Like at, at the very beginning, we, we were going to, we were going to do it with, uh, uh, a similar crew, but a different, uh, company. And it was going to be called the big smoke. And we had initially pitched that with a guy called Ollie Horner. Uh, so we were all in the whole made in Chelsea thing before made in Chelsea ever started um and it and we wanted it it was new and it was fresh and that's something as a businessman that i love is doing stuff that isn't prominent at the time so like no and low drinking is not a major thing in this country but it will be by the time we're done with it Uh, and, and, and reality tv wasn't really kicking off there was a bunch of shows that had not done well that had been cancelled when we came along uh, so it was great fun, and I loved it. I, I fared off the attention, and I, and I really enjoyed the small amount of fame that I had, and the level of recognition was awesome. And you know, to this day, I'm being photographed by randomers, but it's never—I've never cared about it really. You know, it's always just been a bit of fun, and I've always seen it as a business. So I've always—I always saw that as how can we make this scene as exciting and entertaining as possible. You know, whether that was my actual opinion or not in the, in the debate or the argument is neither here nor there. It's how can we get the most out of this scene? And the people who did really well on that show understood that. You know, I think if you're on Made in Chelsea and you're taking it seriously, it's, um, it's a job like any other job. It's, you know, you're you're there to, to create, uh, entertaining television and that's it are you naturally a thick-skinned person oh yeah yeah really yeah yeah no i've never felt any effects at all uh from uh social media the public nothing i i my wife um suffered was suffered i say suffered obviously she still does every so often suffers with anxiety from time to time far less so now Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. 
So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, than she did before. But no, I've never... Never had anything like that. No, no anxiety, no nothing. You see, that, that blows my mind. And, and I, I, jealous isn't the right word, but I, 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 I admire that because I'm, I'm not that. And I, so I, I think I probably wish I was more like that. Is that. Did you have to work at that or was that just in your DNA? Um, if I'm honest, I don't want to get all philosophical, but there's so much stuff that's more important that goes on in the world than, than me and, and what people think of me that I've just never really cared. Uh, we, we set up a foundation many years ago now called the Michael Matthews Foundation uh, in Africa, and I've built um, a number of schools down there and spent quite a lot of time in Tanzania. And it's uh, some of the stuff that you see there it just it is just heartbreaking. So you come back here and some bloke writes some headline about you in the sun, and who cares? It just doesn't matter. you know. So I, I won't even read it. So So... You know, and I, I used to I used to live off, you know, the kind of I used to see the love and hate as the exact same thing in Made in Chelsea. So yeah. like if people if the audience hates yes. you, it's just as good for the show as if people love you. So if I was in a story that, you know, was making me look very unpopular, I would see that as the exact same thing as popularity for the show. So, so, I mean, I guess I mean, I'm, I'm a big football fan. Some of my favourite ever footballers, maybe someone like uh, Paolo Di Canio, if he was getting booed, I always got the impression that he thought, well, I'm doing a great job. And I guess it's a yeah. similar thing with you, perhaps, in that regard. Yeah, I guess. I mean, look, life's moved on an awful lot from TV. And I, I love TV and it was great. It was great fun. Uh, I ultimately, I, I love working with my my wife. Um, I love my businesses. Eden Rocks uh, is awesome, and, uh, and and clean liquor is great. And that's where the majority of my attention uh, is at the minute. Uh, and just my life is very different. I see it as kind of just growing up. You know, like I couldn't be a reality star uh, and call it a profession. Like into my late thirties, early forties. Sure. There's no real way of turning it into a legacy or a brand unless you. Uh, are clever with it and smart with it and use your following to do something else, something bigger, something greater. Um, so for me, Made in Chelsea was always just a laugh. You know, it was a business, but it was a laugh. It's yeah, not yeah. like, I never looked at it and I was like, oh, this is what I'm going to be remembered for. You know, like I, I always just saw it as a stepping stone. I mean, now I imagine you must have people come up to you and, and thank you with, with, uh, with, with clean liquor because if that was me and I'm guessing it was well I was, I was just about, I was just about to say um this it, it is no exaggeration that that once people get into this with you and me uh being living breathing proof you know you, you've got a product on your hands that is going to help change people's lives and that's that's powerful isn't it 
listen, that's 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 uh, that's the aim, and you know the what the, the main reason for starting the thing was uh, there were no real options in that space. You know, there was there was one to speak of, uh, and you know it didn't a hundred percent do the trick for me, nor was it labeled the way I would want it, nor was it, it didn't encapsulate what we're doing. Um, so no, I want to make clean drinking a thing of the future. I want it to be socially acceptable to be sober. Um, I want the bar calls of clean to echo all over the world, clean rum and coke, clean gin and tonic, clean vodka soda, clean Cuba Libre, clean whatever you want. Uh, yeah. And I honestly think it can make a massive, massive difference to people's lives. Um, and if you haven't tried it, you should. Mate, I've never tried it. Let me send you one. Oh. Send me your address after this. Send me your address Beautiful. after this. I'll put the clean gin in the post. That is so generous. Thanks very much. I mean, I've tried. I mean, I, I will happily go full QVC mode on this one, my friend. I, I really will, because I've I've tried a couple, and I've I'm yet to find one that fully ticks the box. So, how did you? Are you, come a, are, you a, are you a rum drinker, or were mate, you? Mate, when I was a drinker, I would literally anything. So, 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 clean rum launches in May. Wow, we've got uh, we've got clean gin and tonic and clean rum and cola uh, ready to drink, launching uh, in three weeks four weeks amazing uh, and it's uh, no it's, it's going to be it's going to be amazing so i'll send you something oh this is my wife Hi. vogue matthews <laughs> my, my, my wife will lose her mind at this uh, the people who are on screen at the moment she's downstairs <laughs> we're all here I feel, I feel bad that my wife's not seeing this i want to show james i want to show everyone at home theater look look great car hello Oh, Say hi. Look, look, let's get him. Theodore, I'm getting, I'm getting strong hair envy there, Theodore. I know, he looks like a ledge, doesn't he? Right, here you go. Amazing. Um, listen, yeah, drop, drop your address and I'll send you, uh, I'll send you some, some rum when it's out, some gin. It's, uh, mate, if, even, if, even like, we got a message, actually, just, just now, where, yeah. in, in between our laps, uh, from, from a lady who's just posted something online saying, uh, how she's a really hard-working mother, how it's not an advert. Uh, and it was really touching. She wrote this really long piece, which is a picture of our bottle saying, you know, I fancy a gin o'clock, you know, every day. And, yeah. and I always feel like it. And Robert, and you've created and given me this option where I can have my gin and tonic and it tastes the same. And there's no qualms about having it. And I'll wake up fresh and I'll be able to sort my kids out and I'll be able to get to work on time. And she basically was just saying, you know, thanks for creating this incredible thing. And, uh, and that feels good. I actually took a screenshot of it and sent it to the whole team because that's what it's about, you know? That is what it's about. How did, how did you come about? Um, how did you nail the taste? Oh, God, it took ages. It took about six and a half months of, of trialing it. Uh, we wanted the gin in particular, well, being our staple product, to really mimic London dry gin. So we used all of the botanicals that you would ordinarily use to create a London dry gin. So yeah. uh, orris root, cardamom, juniper, um, peppermint oil, all the stuff that you would find in a gin and tonic. Ultimately, um, you know, it's never going to have that very, very strong alcoholic kick that you get from drinking alcohol. Sure. But it will mimic the exact taste that you'd have in a gin and tonic. So mix it with a nice fever tree light or, or whatever you want, Schweppes, and it's... Uh, it really does do the trick. When we get off the call, I'll have myself gin and tonic. I will feel, and I still, and I drink it all the time, and I still feel like 
ah, feet up, end of the day, you know, and like, and it, it gives me that satisfaction and that lift that I would want from a gin and tonic. Uh, but I'd need 31 of them to have a, to have a single shot of gin and I'll probably have just two. So, you know, that's, uh, and also the reason why I'm laughing there is because I think of all the weddings I've been to as a sober man and how wide I've got because Coke or Diet Coke is the only option. And so yeah. you know, it, will, it, it will be a nice thing where and I speak on behalf of fellow non-boozers where there is an option out there and I actually feel like I'm having a grown-up drink rather than getting wired off pot. Yeah, so no, it's, it's the kind of, you know, we want the, the experience and the ritual of drinking. You know, if, if you went to a bar and you ordered a gin and tonic and they just, you know, poured it out of a tap, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have that feeling of two nice ingredients coming together with, you know, a bit of lime and a bit of mint or a bit of lemon and, and, and some cucumber or whatever. It's all part of the show, you know, and with this product, you get the exact same thing, you know, if, if you, you mix it. You mix it with. I love it with basil and raspberries. You know, so there's a bit of an event. There's a bit of work that goes into making a drink, and it's uh, it, it it has a strong placebo effect of having that gin and tonic that you long for at the end of the day. Sometimes, so no, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to getting you sent, getting you sent some and seeing what you think. Mate, I can't, honestly can't wait. I, I really can't wait. Now, please, may I ask, for anyone who is listening to this, thinking, the way these two guys are talking, I would like to at least try sobriety. So, I mean, I, I was in therapy for many years, but ultimately, I just decided to give it a go, and I never reset the clock. So a weekend became a week, a week became a fortnight, fortnight became a month, and I was too yeah. stubborn to hit that reset button. What was your uh, what was your process like? Um, my drinking got pretty bad towards the end. Um, it was, you know, it was always regular, but it was far more regular than I would have ordinarily wanted. And I had the um, uh, added guilt, I suppose. Of Vogue was about six, seven months pregnant at the time that it got quite bad. Yeah. Um, so just not being a, not giving a helping hand when I should be, not kind of giving her the support that she definitely deserves uh, played on my mind. Obviously, we had uh, a little chat here and there. She was always very kind of supportive, but it was getting a, a little bit like, right, okay, you can't keep blaming everything on other people. You, you know, you, you can't keep blaming other people for your shortcomings. And um, I've actually always in the back of my mind had a really deep admiration for sober people. Uh, I've never thought it was uncool to be sober, even in my biggest party days. I've always respected uh, sober people. I've always thought there was a big part of that that would make sense for me at some point. And uh, that just made sense at that time. Uh, I woke up one morning after a particularly heavy, boozy night. And I just thought, uh, I'm going to tell my wife that I'm never going to drink again. And I won't. And uh, I, I guess, I don't know, it's, it felt different. I knew three, four days in, the uh that it was there to stay and obviously I, i'd gone six months sober before and it was the best six months of my life uh, and you know it was like it was exactly like the the dry jan yeah. stuff for people yeah. you know best six months i probably lost half a stone or a stone you know i had a six pack and i was running around <laughs> you know doing this and that and i just thought 
I haven't even made any effort to be this much better person other than the cutting out of the drink. So it's kind of that. And I, as I said, I, I got a bit sanctimonious because I knew it was here to stay. So I wouldn't listen to anyone who would tell me that that was not the way forward or, you know, I, I didn't make a huge deal out of it. You know, I just thought I'll just, I'll steadily go sober. And then obviously as time went on, I began to develop this idea. Uh, I thought, well, you know, perhaps my story, not, it's not a particularly complicated story, by the way, you know, a guy drank too much now doesn't drink at all. You know, I'm sure there's, there's millions of me, but I, I thought uh, whatever platform that I may have, uh, having made questionable television for, for many years, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I may as well, I may as well use uh, to the advantage of the business and to possibly help people. Now, uh, b- before we go, my, my wife downstairs, I would attribute with saving and changing my life. I can't say enough great things about her. I know you're in a similar boat. The, the love of a, a great woman is a, a wonderful thing, isn't it? She's sat just there, by the way. Oh, I'll have made a day. It's just, why, why don't you come in for this last little chat? <laughs> just running off to get her hair and makeup done. Zero <laughs> an hour. <laughs> no, no, it's just over there. No, um, mate, I, I credit, my, my family certainly credits uh, my wife with with saving me. Or, or I mean, it's a tricky one because I, I did, I drank, I drank an awful lot. But I, I was I was very high functioning, as I'm sure you were as well. I I, I would you know get on with bits and bobs. It was just a, it was a terrible habit that needed kicking. Uh, and my wife, uh, you know, obviously I did it for myself. But you know, at the at the time, obviously, uh, you know, she played a major part in that for for me. And I, I I've always wanted her respect, and I've always wanted um, us to exist on a completely even platform uh, and for us to care about each other in exactly the same way That's great. Uh, and uh, when she was completely sober obviously being pregnant and I was drunk uh that took an unlike it, it, it wasn't a nice shift it wasn't a good match uh so obviously uh now I think I'm right in saying I'm a pretty good husband good husband fantastic Fantastic, she said. Take that. Well, what, what, what was the horse's mouth? <laughs> well, uh, what... I've never really understood the horse's mouth thing. No, horses don't speak <laughs> from the horse's mouth. Yeah, bizarre. It's an it's an alternate phrase. Well, what, what, one very last question. It's a question I often forget to ask. Uh, what what do you do? What do you do for balance? What do I do for balance? Um, I don't want to always talk about sobriety, but obviously being sober has given me an enormous amount of balance. Uh, I love jujitsu, like love jujitsu. Taking it, taking it up about seven months ago. Is that like it's? Is it? Is it one of those things where you love it so much you 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 can actually feel it in your DNA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, obviously I'm not some. Brazilian jiu-jitsu master, but you know, I, yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love all the different elements that that sport brings to your life. You know, there's, there's discipline, there's merit, there's, there's, uh, there's rewards, rewards after time. Yeah. There's a new skill. It's exercise. It's strength building. It's character building. Uh, you can spar as hard as you can. I boxed for a little while. Obviously I'm not a brilliant boxer. I got, absolutely annihilated by Wayne Bridge for sport relief. Don't know if you saw it, but he's no. a machine. 
<laughs> well, YouTube it afterwards, you have yourself a right laugh. Um, you have a clean gin and tonic and watch me getting beaten up by Wayne Bridge. There you go. Um, but yeah, that wouldn't happen. I, in fact, I might challenge Wayne uh, to a, a, a jiu-jitsu role for charity. There oh go. my God. Yeah, something, something he's probably not trained at. <laughs> if I can find anything that he's not trained at. Very smart, smart move. But it's great though. It's, um, it's, it, it gives you... It gives you this kind of real strong fitness, you know, yeah. like, like, I, like obviously now, given that we're on lockdown, I'm doing a lot of running. Uh, Vogue and I run every day. Uh, obviously, Vogue's pregnant, so sometimes I'll, t- I'll t- do another lap or so afterwards. Uh, and it's like, jiu-jitsu gives you this, um, this very strange kind of respiratory strength almost. Because, you know, I, I don't know how much you know about jiu-jitsu, but you're being choked a lot of the time oh my god it's, right, know, it's, it's, it's submission and you're you're choked with your it's called a gi it's like a kimono uh, and and you'll you learn to keep calm and breathe under pressure whilst people are kind of choking you it's it's pretty awesome to anyone who oh. hasn't tried jiu-jitsu give jiu-jitsu a go and to anyone who hasn't uh, drank clean uh, get yourself some clean gin at cleanliquor.com uh, or sainsbury's or duns or amazon uh, or just send me a DM and we'll sort it out. Don't do uh, Don't send me a DM. <laughs> yeah. uh, Spencer, I, I can't thank you enough. As you can tell, I I enjoyed that so much. That was wonderful. On behalf of uh, my wife and myself and our listeners, huge congratulations uh, with the imminent arrival as well. I've got two girls. It's uh, it's the best. Cheers, James, mate. Thank you very much. And, uh, Bless you, sir. <laughs> If there's anything missing from the chat, give me a call anytime, yeah? I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Lots of love. Bless you. your heart. Bye. Thank you very much, Spencer. Take care. Thank you. Bye, mate. Bye. Huge thanks again to Spencer Matthews. Uh, what a thoroughly lovely guy. He actually, because uh, <laughs> he knew that my wife is Uber Vogue Spencer fan. So he very kindly was trying to get my wife um to have a chat with Vogue afterwards, which is a very sweet thing to do, but my wife, I've never seen her shy in uh, nearly 11 years. <laughs> she got very shy. Um, as ever, if you want to work with Balance, our sales team are at sales at balance.media. If you want to drop me a line, uh, I'm uh, podcast at balance.media. Uh, if you want to work with, uh, with us, it, maybe it's creative solutions, maybe it's some adverts, maybe it's buddying up if you're a like-minded brand. Maybe it's something else. But once again, sales at balance.media. Um, and again, I've, I've hyperlinked clean liquor in the episode. Thanks again to Spencer. Thanks again to you for listening. And I hope you're all good. Take care. Speak soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.